Hi, I'm Nikki. I'm Alyssa. And I'm Jamie. And this is America's Asses, a Galcast. Hello, ladies. How are you? Yoo-hoo. Yoo-hoo. My, one of my best friends, Melissa, that I grew up with, known our, you know, our whole, our families are best friends and, you know, we grew up together anyway. So Melissa's grandma, Irene used to always embarrass us like in schools. Cause she would volunteer at church. I went to Catholic school and we would be out in the play yard and she would go ooh, ooh, <laughs> and wave Yoo-hoo. at us. I love it. It was, it was embarrassing. We're like, oh my God. I don't know that lady. Oh, we're in fifth grade. Oh my God. It's just so embarrassing. Like grandmother. Oh my God. She's one time she brought us burritos for lunch. It was pretty cool. It was pretty damn cool. Cause my grandmas were so goddamn old. They were, they were like decrepit. I didn't have fun with my grandmas. They were so old. They just kind of stood there. You just kind of, my grandparents just kind of sat there and watched us play. They're like, hmm. <laughs> they didn't play right. with us. Grand- no. Meanwhile, Grandma Irene, she's letting us swim in her pool and she's rocking the bikini. And she's got that leather, Ooh. she had that oh brown leather skin because she's outside all day, every day. Uh-huh. In the winter, they'd go to Florida. So, you know. Anyway, welcome to America's Ass as a gal cast. We are an MCU-centric podcast by women for everybody. Right, ladies? Absolutely. You got it. Ladies, I (laughs) am on it. I am here today. I am prepared. I am in awe. The setup worked out perfectly. (laughs) Our scheduling of episodes. (laughs) Yeah. I was... Let, okay, I had a few. I'm going to ask you what your first tell me what your reaction, initial reaction to the final episode was. Uh, WTF. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. My I'm first. Like, wait, what? <laughs> you guys, was like, there was going to be cliffhangers, right? I mean, we were, we yeah. knew, we knew More there were going to be questions. I know. Alyssa and I were talking about it because she watched Nuggets Saturday. Mm-hmm. Um, so we were talking about it and I was like, we should have known that this is how we were going to feel because like one division, we knew like that was it. Like, yeah. It had, you know, that many episodes to wrap up as much as possible, kind of leading into, you know, MCU movies, things mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. Falcon and Winter Soldier. We feel like it could have the way it ended was okay like it was it was good it it could have led into movies it could have led into other series it could have led into a season two this we were like what the fuck (laughs) because we knew already like going into it there was going to be another season right so like we shouldn't have been surprised right yeah i get it i get it i was like boom knew it Boom! Knew it! Boom! Knew it! I am not a boastful person, but I am in this case, ladies. 
I was so... Are going to call you boastful Loki now? I am. Yes. <laughs> Loki dokey. <laughs> if you must. <laughs> if you must. <laughs> I, um, Jonathan Majors appeared. Mr. Big and I just did one of those like blind high fives where we didn't even need to look at each other. We're just kind of sitting next to each other and we just kind of high fived each other. <laughs> Nice. Damn, called it, nailed it. <laughs> and I have to say, Alyssa, your Infinity War, Infinity War, your Infinity Stone spot theory, on. spot on, spot on. Yes. The whole last series was all blue. You were yes. spot on. And that is also like King's like signature like color too like blue and purple more yeah mm-hmm. more blue and purple mm-hmm. yep yeah absolutely and let me tell you that jonathan majors oh, oh man i'm telling you you need to see you need to watch lovecraft country you it's it's weird and it's awesome it's weird and awesome and he <laughs> is in it and he is such a fantastic fucking actor is it a movie or a show? It's a show. It's on HBO Max. I got you. I got you covered. You want to, we got a subscription, but it's on HBO Max and it's Lovecraft Country. There's only one season though, but it's good. And it's okay. like one of those where you wish they would just continue, but they didn't continue with it, unfortunately, because well, same thing with the Watchmen. They didn't continue Watchmen and that was fucking fantastic too. But, you uh-huh. know, whatever. Well, that's like, you know, Little Big said to me this weekend. Wow, when you binge watch, you like binge watch. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah, you do. Okay, so Jonathan Majors, we have to watch his show on HBO Max. Lovecraft Country. But I'm yes. a good binge watcher, so. It's so good. But like I, I was telling Little Big, like, I have to be in the mood, you know, not doing anything. Mm-hmm. Because when I like start something like I'll binge, like I'm a really good binge watcher. Oh yeah. So, like I need to be like in that mindset to be like, all right, I'm going to be like watching this show for the next like week or whatever, mm-hmm. depending on how many seasons and episodes and right. how long they are and that sort of thing. So I'll, I'll have to. <laughs> Yesterday we binge watched all of Loki again. And there were some things that <laughs> we noticed <laughs> that we didn't catch the first time. Um, okay. So really quickly, like when episode four and they knock the timekeepers, um, head off and then they're walking away Uh and you can hear, see you soon. Yeah. Like, see you soon. Like whisper. It's the same thing that concept. Well, we'll get there, but yeah. Did you know that? Um, Jonathan Majors did all the voices of the fake mm-hmm. timekeepers. I read yes. that. Yes. Today. Yes. There's just so many, there are so many good articles out right now about Loki. It mm-hmm. is the hotsy totsy on the nuts all over the place. I mean, I yes. even saw one article about like, you know, the stages of Loki and it just had different Lokis from the comic books. It's like, okay. Like, and then they're rewriting stuff too. Like this was so five days ago, dude, like seriously. So, but yeah, we, um, I I something new already. 
Yeah, come on. All right. (laughs) It does seem like it was eons ago when it was really just the other day, but it was right. Less than a week ago. (laughs) Not once, not twice, not three, but four times. I'm like, (laughs) this is easily hands down my series. Like I, it has everything I love, everything. (laughs) Oh God. So all cute little, cute little magic moment, uh, this weekend. So I made Mm -hmm. pancakes and sausage this Sunday, and then I have it all on the table. We're sitting down to have breakfast. Little man and the princess are playing Loki and Sylvie. He has, um, like a, they went through a pirate phase. Every kid goes through a pirate phase. And so they have like a hook and a, and a, and a foam pirate sword. And he had it in his shirt. He's like, ah, like this, like in the back of his shirt, like Loki does. That was so cool. He goes, Sylvie. I'm not going to kiss you like that because we're brother and sister. Like he even gets it. Yeah. Amen, kid. Amen. He is seven. Incest. See, he agrees with us because not you, us. We get the ick factor. (laughs) I still say it's masturbation. Actually, it was proven. That was one of my whoop hows. Okay. Masturbation. All right. So we've got. Marvel News, the yeah. seventy, yeah, <laughs> the 73rd Emmy Award nominations came out, girls. Woo-woo. And guess what? They recognize Marvel Studios and Disney. Didn't they get like 23 awesome. or something? Altogether, 28 nominations. WandaVision was the third most nominated series for 21, for 2021. Mm-hmm. Um and they had 23 nominations, including Outstanding Lead Actor nod for Elizabeth Olsen. And my boyfriend, Paul Bettany, got uh, a nomination. Supporting Actress nod to Katherine Hahn. She's totally going to win that. Um, Absolutely. And they got a nomination for Outstanding Limited Series. Also, too, this is a little bit of... This is a little bit of trivia for you. So Agatha all along also got a nod for, uh, got a, a nomination for Outstanding Music and Lyrics, which was written by Kristen and Robert Lopez. So here's your fun fact. Robert Lopez. The ones who wrote Frozen. Yep. <laughs> that, that wasn't my fun fact, but yeah. And oh. Avenue Q and there was a couple, he's done a lot of stuff. So Robert Lopez is the youngest EGOT recipient. And EGOT, Ooh. EGOT stands for Emmy, Grammy, Oscar, and Tony. Mm-hmm. So, but um, did you know who else is an EGOT recipient? Someone you guys, somebody you guys know I am obsessed with. Teddy like, Roosevelt. Oh, <laughs> you are, Barbara. you are, you are so, so very close. Mel Brooks. Um, yeah. Oh yeah. Really? Yes. Yes. <laughs> I was yes. like, I was like, it had to be somebody that's on that's an, on her Mount Rushmore. That's on my tattoo. Like, my my default answer for any <laughs> trivia related Nikki is Theodore Roosevelt. Yep. Theodore Roosevelt or Mel Brooks or Barbara Streisand or <laughs> Freddie Mercury. 
Those are the four. Yeah. They're always the answer. You're always good to go. That's that's so, her OG four. That's my OG four is, yeah. I have a big old for the OG six plus. I have a humongous tattoo on my forearm of Mount Rushmore. And it has uh, Freddie Mercury, Teddy Roosevelt, Mel Brooks, and Barbara Streisand because, you know, they're remarkable people in their own way. And I am obsessed with all four of them including one Mr. <laughs> Mel Brooks, who is a recipient of the EGOT. So, um, yeah. And then Falcon and the Winter Soldier uh, got five nominations, including guest actor in a drama for Don Cheadle. Stupid. I'm glad somebody said it. was like two it. minutes. I know. Right. He had a total like, screen think- time of five minutes. Total screen oh, time. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I missed, you know, the three minutes of him walking around. <laughs> right. Or sitting in the audience. <laughs> right. That's really what it was. Didn't you, he even say something like, really? Like, really? I got an, an Emmy nomination for this? Like, I was barely in it. Like, I, I could see. Whatever. Like, Julia Louis-Dreyfus. <laughs> like, I could see her, like, guest star. Yeah. That yeah. I could, that makes sense to me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. in, like, the first five minutes of the, the show for one episode that doesn't cut it but yeah yeah well they got four technical nominations but whatever the fact that anthony mackie or sebastian stan got snubbed i mean their acting was superb in this oh my god Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah. i mean did they not want i mean i don't know i just find it odd that anthony mackie did not get nominated like right at least you guys yeah it's oh and i know like I get, you know, Loki was, wasn't in this round, but at least have like the first two series of this to be represented more, but. Did Loki uh, miss the cutoff for nominations? Yes. Oh, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So I'm sure it'll be for next year. All right. Definitely. They better not forget about them. Yeah. Do you think they would? I don't know. I it's hard. But- I would hope not. I doubt it. Well, it depends when season two comes out. Yeah, true. Maybe they'll release it. Very like, true. When was WandaVision was February? Maybe they'll release season two in February. That way it will be fresh in people's minds. Oh, that would be nice. Yeah. Right. That'd be cool. So that's your Marvel News. Yeah. All right, ladies. Any other business we need to discuss? I think um, we're, oh, just a reminder for the OG6 Plus, for everybody listening, we're skipping, we're taking a week off, but the week after that, I believe it is... We're going to do a double episode. We're going to do a double episode on August 4th. We're taking the last week in August off. So, but not August. July. The last week, we are taking the last week of July off. And on August 4th, you will get two episodes back to back. And then um, every Wednesday thereafter. So this is episode 27, ladies. We've done 27 of these. It doesn't feel like that. Yeah. Not at all. 27. So. See, this is how you keep busy during a pandemic. Right? Seriously. (laughs) Right? Yeah. (laughs) And it's fun. That's why, that's why it doesn't feel like, cause we genuinely, cause you know, 
FYI, OG six plus the three of us genuinely like each other. So actual friends, actual friends. (laughs) So our parents actually know each other and we kind of know each other. So we, um, yeah, this will be episode number 27. When I, when I was very disappointed that that. I didn't get a wow out of him. I, have that written in my notes. The last thing that I put at the end of the series, disappointed. There's two things I'm disappointed about. I'll all get right. to what the other we'll one. Get, but I'm sure we're I'm, all disappointed in both of those reasons. And I'm sure we all know what they are. Right. And I'm disappointed about there was no wow. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. That was disappointing. Although he did mm-hmm. give us some zingers this episode, like just, yeah. you know, anyway. Okay. So here we go. Loki season one, episode six for all time, always. So they recap the entire season basically. And then we open up to the signature Marvel opening and there are voiceovers of famous Marvel quotes and song and the song and the song it's been a long long time by harry james and vocalist helen forrest is playing we first heard the song in captain america winter soldier and then again in endgame when he was dan when cap was dancing with agent carter peggy um the quotes are okay i want to preface this with took me two fucking days to go through these only to realize (laughs) that i could have done a little googler and I was somebody, gonna say I have it all here on Google, and somebody did it for us. Could have done a little Googler, <laughs> and um, you know my Reddits. I love my Reddits. I love hate them. They had them all down, and I'm like, these. This is not real, but sure as shit, it really is. So here we go. So <laughs> most, most of these, I got most of these, but I didn't get all of these. I will let you know when I lost track. So. All right. So the first uh, first one we hear is um, first we hear Iron Man's uh, repulsor. So I did not catch that. That uh, a, I, somebody uh, a redditor. I rewatched. So I'm going back into the office part time. Mm-hmm. So I had downloaded the last episode today to watch on the train ride home. <laughs> and that nice. was I the first thing that I noticed. I was like, oh. I yeah. don't know. I don't remember hearing that sound the first time I watched I it. I did not either. So, and then, yeah. and then the second voice is Sam saying, where to go, Tic Tac. Um, yep. And then we hear Hope. That's how you punch. And then mm-hmm. we get, then we Wakanda get. forever. No, no. Then we get Hulk's roar. Oh, then we okay. get, then we get Wakanda forever. Then we hear Spider-Man's web shooter. Okay, so the Hulk War web oh, shooter, I missed, well, I missed that too. Oh, I didn't hear, yeah, I didn't, I was more focusing on the quotes, not so, the Right, well, I wasn't either, and then um, there's this um, rock star on YouTube do these recaps that are, he's, it's just, they're very thorough, they're very thorough, so, um, and that's where I got these from, Um. um be I'll be as transparent as it can be like I these are not all for me but I did catch Ant-Man saying you haven't heard me (laughs) and then Black Widow says let me put you on hold Mm -hmm. and then Star-Lord it's a dance-off bro and then 
Thor says he's a friend from work. I love the fact that uh, Make-A-Wish Kids quote got in there. That's awesome. Because you know the story behind that, right? Yes. We did. We talked about that, I feel. Have we talked about it? Well, really quickly, really quickly, there was a -A Make-A-Wish Kid on set and he had suggested to Chris that he should say, oh, he's a friend from work. And so he threw it in there and it made the cut. Isn't that what lovely? And it's one of like the best lines. Yes. Yes, absolutely. And then Cap versus Cap in Endgame. Cap 1 says, I can do this all day. And Cap 2 is like, yeah, oh, I know. And then you get yeah, young, I know. Then you get young Hank saying, yeah, I'll show you ferocity. And then Captain Marvel, baby, higher, further, faster, baby. <laughs> and then Loki, we have a Hulk. And Korg, this is. I love the fact that Korg made it. We're going to jump on that. <laughs> we're going to jump on that spaceship and get out of here. Want to come? And then Bucky, who the hell is Bucky? Now, this is where I started. Like, oh, I didn't catch that. This is where who the hell is Bucky? That's when they all started jumbling together. And this is where okay. Rockstar on YouTube came in handy. They're the ones okay. who gave me all of these. OK, um, Bucky says, who the hell is Bucky? Overlapped with Peter Quill saying i have i have part of a plan and then natasha says i've got red in my ledger and dr strange then says uh i've come to bargain vision i was born yesterday hulk puny god thor you're big i fought bigger nick fury there was an idea hawkeye you are an avenger loki's final words in infinity war you will never be a god. Banner, I am always angry. Hank Pym, you sent my suit through the mail. <laughs> um, Chrysalis in Doctor Strange. Chrysalis? Is that how you pronounce it? He's the, the, the weird dude with the eyes. Um, time is the enemy of us all. And then there's a baby cry, which they said was possibly baby Loki when Odin found him. So, mm. yeah. So that's the opening. Very emotional. Gets your blood pumping. Yeah, okay, so I have three more you did not mention. All right. Go for it. I have classic Loki or old Loki mm. from mm, episode mm, mm. five. I'm not done. Oh, I'm not done. Oh, Okay. Oh, I'm not. Oh, done. I thought you were done. I'm sorry. No, 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 no. I'm not. That's just the first part. There's three parts. There are more voiceovers um, as we open up to like a massive visual of like the galaxy starting at the sun and then pulling out to the sacred timeline. And you see like um, various like portals, I guess, like black holes, which could be mm-hmm. various different timelines. Right. Um, now watching it three, four times for, you know, you, you see, they totally were hinting to what was to come anyway. So uh, then you hear um, while they're going through the galaxy into the timeline, you hear a philosopher, Alan Watts say, we think of time as one, as one way motion. Uh, then you hear Neil, Str- mm-hmm. Neil Armstrong 
one small step for man. And at this point, we see a ship that we haven't seen in the MCU before. But if you look, it looks a lot like the Fantastic Four ship in the comics. It's on the upper left-hand corner. So if you want to go back and watch it, you can see it. It does. It looks a lot. I'm not going to say exact, but a lot like the Fantastic Four, like the Fantastic Four's ship. So, and then you oh, hear- see, I was, I read that that was more like the Quinjet that Natasha, yeah. Clint, and uh, everyone else traveled to space and Endgame in. Really? Yeah, mm-hmm. I read that too. Oh, well, you know what? I bet you're right. Because I did not look up any kind of tidbits or Easter eggs or anything. So, because we got you, boo. Yeah, thank you, baby. Um, then we hear, <laughs> then we hear Greta. I bet you're right on that. I bet you're right. I bet I'm full of shit. I'll say so. So, Greta Thornburg, you hear her say, How dare you? And then uh, Malala, um, her, my dream, you hear her say that. And then Nelson Mandela <laughs> says, we have fought for the right to experience peace. Fun fact about Nelson Mandela, the man, the myth, the legend passed away on the exact day my child, my children were born. I have, uh, yeah. we oh, saved the paper. Know. We saved the paper from that day. And that's like faces right on there. Um, <laughs> yeah. And then we start to hear Tchaikovsky's Swan Lake, which is, you know, Swan Lake is like good versus evil, light versus dark. And then um, we hear class. This is where we hear classic Yoki. We, I, I did it too. <laughs> All three of us have done it. Classic Loki yelling glorious purpose. And then librarian president Ellen Johnson uh, Surley's says motivated by women throughout the world and then vision what is grief if not love persevering maya angelou i will rise and then you hear sylvie open your eyes and then there's some morris code and that's all i got for that did you guys i got too okay (laughs) it was a lot okay now we're now we're now we're now we're squared up all right. All right. Then we see the sacred timeline and it's in a continuous circle with the void in the center of it. At least that's what I thought it was. Right. You guys, that was the void in the center there. Is that what you yeah. guys? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So we smash cut to Sylvie and Loki standing and looking at the castle and then the Loki opening. I was totally wrong on my last minute prediction (laughs) (laughs) it was just the last minute prediction right i was just throwing it out there obviously it didn't stick which is fine (laughs) that's all right that's all right look at okay i believe me i know how you feel me and my last minute predictions come on come on that's why we said don't do last minute ones (laughs) stick to what you've been sticking to the whole time yes yes so then um we get an aerial view of this evil castle. Um, who's in it? That's what we want to know, right? So we will find oh. out. The castle reminds me of the castle in Rocky Horror Picture Show. 
Um, have you ever seen that? Yeah. It kind of, but there's a, a, um, the, the tall tower in the center of the castle is glowing yellow, like the batons. So I don't like the Minutemen batons. I noticed that too. And then Loki and Sylvie are walking up the steps of the castle and, um, the, the castle has like cracks all over it. And, but before they walk in, Sylvie kind of hints at Loki to stop her from kicking the door in. Like she's. Did you, did you also notice that there's like two hourglasses like on each side of the door too? I thought that was really cool. That's a cool touch. It's a cool touch because who greets them when the door opens? Right. Right. We're getting there. We're getting there. Yes. What? Not just, oh, we'll talk about girls because I just about (laughs) any woman who has had children knows what my predicament was. Okay. This is the moment she has waited for her entire life. So she's just super nervous. Um, And of course she's nervous. I mean, come on, you know. So Sylvie stops herself before walking in the door and Loki asks if she's okay. And Sylvie is like, dude, this is my only goal I've ever had in my life. Just give me a minute. I just need to just give right, me a minute. Like, you know, he's like, <laughs> it's finally happening. Yeah. Let me. It's like my nerves. It's like losing your call virginity. Yeah. Call me. Tell me my tits. I'm me my, t- I'm me- me my tits right now. <laughs> Oh, believe me, I have calm your tits in here a couple times in my, <laughs> I do. <laughs> so it's like losing your virginity. You're like, oh my God, it's happening. It's really happening. You know, like this is how she feels like it's, or when you get married and you, you know, you're like, oh my God, today's the day. I, I can't believe, at least those were my, oh my God moments for me. Like, I can't believe this is really happening. These are things I've thought of my whole life and it's finally happening, you know? And so this is how she feels. Then the door opens on its own. And then Miss Minutes just scares the shit out of you. Holy shit. She's she fucking crazy. Like, was not expecting her. Like, uh, jump much? I am not a jumper. Apparently, I'm a peer because a tinkle. Because <laughs> I ain't gonna lie, my uh, my little lady down there, my cookie, if you will, crumbled a little bit. So yeah, so it was. Um, she scared the shit out of me. No, she scared the pee out of you. <laughs> oh, she scared, yeah, scared the pee out of me. She well, uh, she's welcoming the two to the citadel at the end of time. Both Loki and Sylvie draw their swords while Miss Minutes tells them that he's impressed with them. Sylvie asks her who, and Miss Minutes notifies them he who remains. Now, who is he who remains? We touched upon him um, a little bit in the first Loki episode that we discussed. Um, so. I'm just going to go over it really quickly. He who remains is the final director of the time variance authority at the Citadel at the end of time. Um, the last reality of the multiverse, at least for now. Anyway, <laughs> he created time <laughs> twisters uh, to now this is in the comic books. Okay. He created time twisters to teach the next universe 
who inevitably started time traveling into pat into the past and destroying the universe and it was just a big clusterfuck and then thor stepped in and he's like dude and with the with the help of jane foster mind you that that's very important because the new thor movie love and thunder jane foster's in it so and with the help of you know thor and jane are like dude you need to get these time twister assholes you, know, you gotta get them in check where am i i lost my space Okay, while you look for it, I can tell you just a little tidbit about the Citadel at the end of time. Go ahead, Citadel. Go for it. <laughs> yeah, so it was uh, the, Citadel, the Citadel at the end of time first appeared in Thor issue 245. And that's when Thor, Jane, and the other Asgardians traveled there, mm-hmm. um, which kind of led right into what you were saying about, you know, you know, how Thor, with the help of Jane, you know, talked to him and things like that. So that's awesome. Yeah. We, um, just such a good fucking show. All right. Right. So Loki asked Miss minutes, uh, who he is. And she explained that he created, he created all and knows all. And at this point, Miss minutes tries to give them a last minute, like devil's bargain in hopes that they'll just turn around and leave. And, they can both go back into the timeline that won't into a timeline that won't disrupt things. The TVA could go back doing its vital work and they can go on to do the things they've always wanted to do, like defeating the Avengers, becoming King, killing Thanos, possessing the infinity gauntlet. And for Sylvie, a lifetime of happy memories, both Loki's in the same place at the same time. And they both, automatically call bullshit and loki informs miss minutes that yes they're like fuck you no bullshit (laughs) um loki informs miss minutes that they're writing their own destiny now and miss minutes is like sure you do good luck with that and she just disappears so the pair go off to look for he who remains so back at the tva ravana is uploading information onto her temp pad Uh, She's going through files and whatnot, you know, office work kind of stuff. She notices the rings on the end table left by by Mobius. And Miss Minutes, uh, she like looks at it longingly like, damn, why the fuck did I just evaporate him? Why did I prune him? I kind of feel bad. Nope, I don't. Back to work. Work, 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 work. She for a second had a bit of remorse just for a, 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 a millisecond. Anyway. Miss Minutes shows up breaking Renslayer out of her little grief-stricken Mobius moment and gives her an excuse that she was delayed because some things came up, she said. And she tells Renslayer that her files should be up shortly. After Ravana checks her files, she's like, bitch, please, these were not the files that I wanted. Miss Minutes was like, I know, but the big guy wants you to have these files. And Ravana's like, who? And then... This bitch just disappeared. Bye-bye. She's like, see ya. <laughs> She's like, smell you later. No, she goes, happy <laughs> reading. And she leaves. Yeah, okay, bitch. So question here. Does Ravana know about he who remains? I don't. I, at all this time, I thought she did. 
but it's this moment. I think she's just as in the dark as the rest of them. Yeah. I thought the same mm-hmm. thing. Okay. Yeah. But she's just more compliant, you know? Right. Good. I'm glad we're all on the same page on that. We cut to Loki and Sylvie walking through the Citadel. Loki is like, he who remains. And then Sylvie goes, not for long. And she, <laughs> she, she is looking, she is looking all sorts of pissed and revengeful, which, yeah, I get it. You know, they enter this big grand room and they notice statues smashed on the ground, dirt and filth are everywhere. Loki questions whether or not he who remains is even alive. All of a sudden, and so, ele- go ahead. Yes, before I go on, so, go ahead. So those statues, yes, are of three people, mm-hmm. and obviously, like you said, one is broken. Yeah, um, and that these represent the three timekeepers we know about, and there's also one that we haven't seen. What? And in the in the comics. He Four remains. statues. Three are standing. One is knocked down. Right. Yes. So, which represent the three timekeepers. And in the comics, he who remains actually created four timekeepers. But one of them, the Oracle of Siwa, S-I-W-A. Siwa. Was Siwa. 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 Uh, was exiled in ancient. Like Jojo. Egypt. Like Jojo. Jojo C. Yeah, I guess. I guess. (laughs) Who's a mom? I'm a mom. Who has kids? I have kids. Because nobody else, (laughs) nobody else is gonna know who the hell Jojo Siwa is unless they have kids. Go ahead. Sorry. (laughs) No, that was it. Go ahead. I'm sorry. So uh Oracle of Siwa was exiled in ancient Egypt. Ah, ooh, and that kind of like ties in with Kang who in the comics, Kang used a sphinx to time travel and he went back to mm-hmm. ancient Egypt to, yeah. Wow. Good deep dive there, Liz. Ooh. Yeah. So the elevator opens and it's, it's Jonathan Majors. He's sitting there like taking a poop. That's what it looked like. <laughs> he was sitting there with his arms on his knees. You know, that's how I met Mr. Big. Not taking a poop, but he was sitting on the edge of a table. And I remember thinking he was so cool. Mr. Big's elbows <laughs> were on his knees. Kind of, He kind of sat like he who remains. And his sleeves were rolled up, which was a no-no at work at the time because you couldn't have showing tattoos at the time. And Mr. Big has like sleeves. He is completely covered in tattoos. He's a bad boy. And so not really, he's, he's the sweetest tattooed man I've ever met, but anyway, I, he's leaning there. And I remember thinking, man, I wish my boyfriend was cool like that. <laughs> and look at you now, look yeah, at us right? now. Your uh, hubby. He's my hubby. So anyway, so there's he who remains just sitting there and he is overjoyed, like cannot contain himself. I know what you're all thinking. Isn't Jonathan Majors slotted to play King the Conqueror in the upcoming Ant-Man and Wasp film? Yes. Yes, he is. But yeah, I have a tidbit on that. Go ahead. Do it. Do it. Do it. So like you were saying, having he was signed on to play play King the Conqueror in Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania. Mm -hmm. He never he's never actually identified as such here in the credits. 
Uh, he's the Miss Minutes approved, he who remains. And the closest we get to him being Cult King is when he mentions that he's been referred to as a conqueror. Right, right. And also mentions he's been called a ruler, which oh, I, yeah. could very well be a reference to the character's time as Pharaoh mm-hmm. Ramatut. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. And then kind of curtailing off what Liz was saying in the comics. King actually learns how to conquer timelines by studying he who remains. Mm-hmm. Oh, so he might he might be playing a little double duty here. Yep. Yeah, like a dual character. Yeah. Well, you know the MCU is known for that for combining characters. You know, so, so I think that's what we're gonna see here. Yeah. So Loki and Sylvie they draw their sword. They're just you know they're ready. He who remains, he's just sitting there in the elevator and the doors open and, and he's just like so excited to see them. What's up? Yeah. You made it through. Woo! <laughs> you made it to the end. He's like a little unnatural, but wow. Wild. Like speaking about the two Lokis, like at the same time in the same place. It's just unnatural, right? And then Sylvie asks him if he is indeed he who remains. And he laughs and says, does she still call me that? It's creepy, but I like it. So, yeah, like you said, he doesn't really admit to it. But, you know, he who remains and Kang and there's so many different variants of him. This is that character. Uh, hands down. Yeah, I feel like they're going to be synonymous at this point. Absolutely. Absolutely. You're absolutely right there. So he who remains starts eating an apple, which I read in some places that they were like relating that to um, the Garden of Eden. Doctor but- Strange. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I was going to say they also related it um, back to Doctor Strange where he was learning um, time. He's eating yeah. the apple. Yeah. When he was realizes that he can use the time stone to bend reality. Yeah. Yeah. And this just also reiterates that this is really going to influence dr strange too oh yeah oh yes <laughs> yes 100 percent. and we thought wandavision was oh this is like 10 oh man <laughs> so he remains it up right so he who remains starts eating an apple he then invites loki and sylvie into his office and they're they're very confused and they're very guarded um, but they reluctantly go, I mean, they go, they go in there and they're, they're ready, you know, they're still at the ready with their swords. So while in the elevator, Sylvie tries to kill the motherfucker several times with like no luck. He's disappearing. He's like, Oop, miss me. Oop, miss me. He's like, Oop, miss me. And then he just completely disappears out of the elevator altogether. And they're looking at each other like, what the fuck? And then the elevator is open and there he is. He's like, welcome. You know, he's just waiting for them. So he invites them to to sit down for a while and he's pouring some coffee or tea or whatever. And they, again, reluctantly sit down, but they still have their swords in their hands and they're still kind of guarded. We cut to the TVA and Renslayer is packing shit up. She, and suddenly there's a knock at the door and she yells out, I told you I did not want to be disturbed. In walks Mobius with a TVA baton saying, well, you're not going to be happy to see me. And obviously, Ravana is like super surprised, right? She says, if anyone was going to get back from the void, I suppose it would have been you. And Mobius confronts 
Renslayer about pruning him. And she apologized, saying she couldn't let him get in the way of the TVA's mission. And let me tell you, Mobius is like, the timekeepers are fake as fuck, and everybody's a variant. What fucking mission are you talking about? You know, he is pissed. Ravana calls for backup, and Mobius holds up her FDR pen and says, not so fast there, sweetheart. We know your secret. Dun, dun, dun. I don't know. I was like, that pen. Yeah, the it pen. didn't have, we were wrong. That was one theory that, that we were wrong about. It doesn't, we're not theory. It was a question, I guess. We'll but go at through least it. we find out what it means. Yeah. Well, it, uh, this is where we find out. So we smash cut to a high school in Fremont, Ohio in 2018. Hunter B-15 is waiting in a doorway and she sees other Minutemen looking for her, and she pops out of the doorway, leading them to an office. And on the desk is a cup full of Franklin D. Roosevelt High School pens, just like the pen that Ravana and Mobius used to sign paperwork. So and- you could also see when B-15's in the hallway, mm-hmm. you could also see a picture of FDR yeah. Uh, in the hallway. And then when you're in her office, you could see there's a picture of Eleanor Roosevelt as well, right by the door. Yep. Yep. So it is, it's, it is, that's the high school. So Hunter U92. Now this guy, I was like, you know, U92. So he must be really low on the totem pole. Um, but he was the hunter who was in France with the kaboom, with the kablooey kid. It's the same guy. I only noticed that because uh, I rewatched, I binged it all yesterday. Oh, that's, that's cool. Cause I didn't notice that. Yeah. <laughs> I was only wondering reason. what, yeah. yeah. So that, that one come from. So he, so he technically has been around. He's just in, uh, he may be in other episodes, but they all kind of, they all have the same uniform and stuff. So it's hard to. So behind Hunter B-15 hangs an Ohio State University diploma with the name Rebecca Tournament printed on it. And Rebecca Turnment is an alias that was used by Ravana Renslayer in the comics. So that's the only tidbit I think I have to be and honest. It was her alias. Yeah. It was her alias after her falling out with King. Okay. Uh-huh. All right. That's All what right. she then started to use. Okay. All right. Anyway, so judge Renslayer and then they also changed it. They also changed it. Cause she was from like wasn't she from like the 1300s or something? No, 1903. Oh, 19. Okay. And this is 2018. 2018. Yeah. So they kind of mixed that up a little bit. 1903? In the um, comics. Was she? I thought she was a princess from like the 35th century, I thought. Uh-uh. Wow. You know what? We're probably all correct. We're <laughs> all correct. Because so there's would, so many different variants. We can't yeah. keep up. Yeah. Oh, even, even I read an article today about how even like people working on set are confused because there's just so, it, it, yeah. <laughs> I would be too. Man. So anyway, it's, it's a good confused though, you know? Anyway, so Judge Renslayer walks in wearing a very sensible outfit um, and she's asking what the hell is going on. And Hunter U92 asks why Judge Renslayer is even there. And she's like, who's that? Who's this Renslayer you're talking about? 
And who the hell are you? And why the hell are you in my school? And B-15 tells Hunter U-92 that that Judge Renslayer. And we have a lot to talk about. Boom, boom, boom. So then back to the tea party, he who remains is trying to make small talk with Loki and Sylvie until Loki interrupts him and tells he who remains, it's over. You lost. We found you. Fuck you. You're gone. He who remains is like, duh, I know. And Sylvie is super pissed and lunges at him, tries to kill him. She does this several times. But he who remains, uh, he uses this Tempad time twister hybrid bracelet thing. It's like a circle with cracks in it. And it's kind of like, it's kind of like a Tempad, but it's also like a time twister. So yeah, you just... that's what it is and he uses that to get out of her way and then he just laughs at her like bitch you can't get me yeah bitch please anyway so he who remains says let's get this out of the way and he's rummaging through papers and showing them these two papers he goes on to explain that they can't kill him because he knows what's going to happen it's a script of the future and Loki's just calling his bullshit. He's like, you're a liar. So, so when they when you see this um, about their printed dialogue, mm-hmm. um, you could see that he who remains lines say me. Yes. And while Loki's lines list his variant identification number as L1130. I did. I did notice that. That's awesome. That's awesome. The, the detail. The yeah. freaking detail that Marvel has. <laughs> I don't know whose job is this. Supposedly, the number one one three zero is like a biblical number, and it signifies change and growth. Ah. Um, and so a lot of people were saying that like it signifies Loki's journey in the series, like you know it was how it was focused on like his self discovery and him changing as a as a as a Loki from, you know, betraying and backstabbing to you know being a more genuine, yeah, real person. So I mean, it kind of makes sense, right? It makes a lot of sense. So I was watching the Tiki Talks. I'm on there, and this guy was complaining about. How does this Loki and it's the, you know, 2012 asshole Loki turn into this Loki in only two days? And I'm like, dude, we don't know how long it's been. We don't know. Time is different. Right. It could have been. It could have been a month. Who knows? Well, I mean, we see that in the quantum realm. Exactly. You know, 30 seconds could be, you know, 30 days. It could be, you know. Well, yeah. What was it? The whole it. They were like, oh, yeah, see you in a minute. But, but really, it was like a year or something. Right. Yeah. Well, however Lang. long it took them to get the to get the stones. Right. Well, and then Scott Lang was in there for five hours, but he was gone for five years. Right. So, right. you know. All right. So he who remains is like, how do you think I'm able to get out of the way whenever you guys try to kill me? It's because I know the future. I know you were coming here. He says, I know all. And I've seen it all. He even saw that. Yeah. He even (laughs) saw that little look by the lake. He says, he goes, he goes, it was quite sentimental and very touching. (laughs) Yeah. Because it was got right down. It was goddamn romantic is what it was. 
Whatever. But it was good old masturbation. He who remains, <laughs> he who remains goes on to explain that he paved the way for their journey. <laughs> you just went down the road. I know, right? Yeah. So he says he he paved the way for Lamentus, the Void, TVA, all of it. It was all him. Sylvie is really pissed off. She asked he who remains why they were there then. If he planned all this, why are we there then? You know, and he's like, patience, my child. <laughs> and he's like, you know, oh God, here it is again. You know, you can't get to the end until you've been changed by the journey. <laughs> oh, I hate that word. Anyway, Loki <laughs> says, so oh God. Every time I think of it, I think of like my weight loss coach going, how's your journey? I'm like, bitch, please. I had a burrito and I had a whole bag of Doritos yesterday. It's not going well. <laughs> but my fat ass is happy. Anyway, <laughs> so Loki says, Loki is pissed. And he's like, so it's all a game. It's just all a manipulation. And uh, he who remains decides to play some kind of mind game with them and asking Sylvie if she's really, if she really can trust Loki. Like he's finding joy and putting this, this wedge between them now. Now he's really starting to fuck with their minds. And he's like, and Loki, Loki's like, don't listen to him, girl. You know me. I got your six. I got you. Don't you dare listen to him. And he who remains asks Sylvie, if she's even capable of trusting anyone at all, which fucking low blow dick, you, right. You did this. Like you made her this way, asshole. Oh God. Yeah. It's just this whole, like, what do you expect this entire, like Jonathan majors did such a great fucking job. Oh my God. He did so good. I, I just kept getting this like leader of a cult feel you know, from him, like he's playing these mind games, you know, and then, um, so let's pop on over to the TVA. Okay. So now let's pick up where we left off with Renslayer and Mobius. Mobius is feeling some pretty big feelings right now. Okay. He's clearly. Oh, for sure. Working through some stuff. He's threatening to expose the TVA's big lie and let everyone know that they're all variants. And Ravana is desperate at this point. She looked desperate anyway. And she's arguing that the TVA is a necessary lie in order to give them all purpose. She goes on to say that there will be death and chaos if they don't prune the timeline. And then she explains that only one person gets free will, and that's whoever is in charge. That it sounds like some Mormonism or Scientology bullshit right there, right there. That's like yeah, brainwashing, that's brainwashing. She's definitely, I was, yeah, I was just going to say like Stockholm syndrome. Yeah, yeah. she drank that's exactly tea. it. She drank yeah. the Kool-Aid. Absolutely. She definitely drank the Kool-Aid. Absolutely. So, um, then Mobius then confronts Ravana and, and he's given her shit for pruning him. He is so betrayed by her. And then she's like, well, she, yeah, because she was the one who was saying that they've been friends forever and they have yeah. this bond. Yes. And- He's like, what happened to you? You betrayed me. And she snapped back. Right. Honey. Woo. She snapped back at Mobius. 
And she was like, you're the one who betrayed me. She explained that she protected him, hung her neck out for him. How could you choose a bunch of Lokis? Yeah. How could you choose? Yes. How could you choose Lokis over our friendship? She said, and I quote, you threw our friendship away over a couple of Lokis. So she was really, really hurt, but no, no reason to fucking prune somebody. Shit. Then Movius is like, but um, you can't take away people's free will. Can't you just see that? And Renslayer starts typing on her temp pad. And Mobius is like, what the hell are you doing? We're in the middle of a fight here, honey. Let's get this done. Let's hash this out, you know? Mm-hmm. And she's like, I'm doing what I have to do. So a portal appears. Mobius is like, bitch, you ain't going anywhere. And he tries to prune her with a TVA baton, but she just kicks his ass like big time, knocks him over, all that stuff. And Mobius is on the ground. And this is where he was really like, he was like, whoa, whoa. But he didn't say, wow. He was like, wah, wah, you know? <laughs> and that was, yeah. That when was he was on the floor. Like, say it, say so it. Say it. I just, right? So, I wanted him to go, wow. <laughs> wow, this is what it came to. <laughs> or something, yeah. Or it's come or like, to the wow. Wow, you threw our friendship away. Wow. He could have said it in so many different places. When she's like standing over him Mm -hmm. uh, with the baton, that's also how like the Avengers were looking down at Loki Mm -hmm. in earlier in New York. They are fans of that shot. You know, didn't Mm -hmm. we get that in earlier episodes? Of Loki, yeah, the um, the Loki yeah. stood over our Loki. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, when they were uh, looking down into the yeah bowling alley hideout mm-hmm. place. Yeah, yeah. Uh, as Mobius is on the ground, Ravana points the baton at him. He's like, "Go ahead and do it, bitch. Just do it. Just end me." And she's He's like, already he, felt it, right?" He's like, "Go right. ahead and do it." She's like, "He ain't worth my time, asshole." So she grabs the baton and her briefcase and she heads to the portal. Mobius is like, where the hell are you going? And Ravana responds with in search of free will and just walks through the portal. So she's coming back in season two. Where'd she go? We'll find out. (laughs) I bet you that's where she meets King the Conqueror, falls in love, does his bidding. That I'm just, you know, maybe we'll see. Back at the evil lair. He who remains is explaining to Loki and Sylvie that he understands their moral objections to the TVA. And he recognizes that his methods are deceptive, but the mission was never deceptive. He explains that without him and without the TVA, everything would just burn to the ground. Just burn it down. Loki asked him what he's so afraid of. He who remains thinks for a while. And he says, me. Sylvie <laughs> says, and just who are you? He who remains. Now, this is this is where he says it, Liz. He who remains says, I've been dubbed many names by many people. A ruler, a conqueror. He who remains, a jerk. But it's not as simple as a name. Oh, God, he's such a good actor. 
Oh my God. I, <laughs> man. So he, her name means goes on to explain the eons ago in the 31st century, a variant of himself lived on earth saying that he was a scientist and discovered that there were universes stacked on top of his own. At the same time, other versions of himself were learning the same thing. Naturally, there was contact between the different variants and there was peace for a while. They shared technology and knowledge with each other, using the best of their universes to improve other universes. However, not every version of himself was pure of heart. For some of them, a new world meant one thing, a new land to conquer. And the peace between realities erupted into war. Oh, boy. Each variant fighting to preserve their own universe and annihilate the others. It was almost the end of everything and everyone. The first variant encountered a creature capable of consuming time and space itself. The creature was Eliath. He Who Remains goes on to say that he harnessed Eliath's power and began to experiment on it. Oh, poor baby. (laughs) Don't test on animals. He weaponized Eliath and he ended the multiversal war. That was the first multiversal war. And once he isolated all the timelines, all he had to do was manage the flow of time and prevent any further branches. Hence the TVA. That was such a beautiful explanation explanation yeah that really was they they made it sound smart but they dumbed it down for the rest of us right (laughs) because at this point i was totally like what the fuck are you talking about yeah i was like thank you right so he who remains goes on to say that if they think he's the evil one just wait till they meet the other variants Mm -hmm. oh he ends the conversation by saying and that's the gambit like that. I loved it. Um, stifling order or cataclysmic chaos. He goes on to say you may hate the dictator, but something far worse is going to fill that void if you dispose of him. Basically, if you kill he who remains, all hell is going to break loose. That's what's going to happen. That's what he says it's going to happen. It's what's so, going to happen. Just thinking of it now, it kind of reminds me of like Hydra's logo or not logo, but like their catchphrase you know cut off one head two more shall take its place like mm-hmm. don't right. don't yeah. mess with one because it's gonna get worse <laughs> the more you go on i just made that realization right now it totally makes sense so then he who remains goes on to say that the tva works and this is the only way sylvie is having none of it absolutely none of it she's like you're full shit dude Lukey is like, wow, dude. Yeah. <laughs> what? You he just said, said Lukey. Did I say Lukey again? Jesus fucking Christ. Yeah. That's why I was like, Loki. That's why me and her are like, what? Ah, Loki. We heard it. Okay. I didn't hear it, but I, okay, I, I guarantee. Yeah. <laughs> Loki is like, wow, dude, if we let you live, you're just going to go on pruning innocent timelines. That's really fucked up. And he's like, nay, 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 nay. You two will. Another twisty turn. So now he's proposing to them. You know, he's like, Loki and Sylvia are both like, get the fuck out of here. Who the fuck are you? You're fucking insane, dick. 
Then he goes on to explain that there are two options. You kill me and destroy the TVA and everything with it. So you just don't have one devil. You have an infinite amount of devils. Or Sylvie and Loki run the show. And that's that. And they don't believe him in the slightest. They're like, fuck you, dick nuts. Right? They're like, <laughs> uh-uh. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. I mean, that kind of goes back to what Liz was saying when we were initially talking about the apple, about how, you know, it was like Adam <gasps> and Eve. The apple is the forbidden yeah. fruit. You're literally throwing someone, like, the option. Like, well, you can you can run the, you two can run the whole thing. Yeah. Like, that does make that odd comparison. You know, I need that comparison, but no, you're right. Huh? You're right. It does make sense. So Loki and Sylvie, they just don't believe them. They don't, they don't outright. They're like, fuck you liar. Um, why would you give up control? You know? And, uh, he who remains his reasoning is that he's tired. Now this whole scene from here on out, Jonathan Majors, improvised the whole scene and kudos to the cameramen that were at the ready to get every shot it was <laughs> go back look at it. it the entire scene is improvised he just mm-hmm. jumped on the, the the desk and yelled at him and acting at its finest i tell you if this guy does not get some kind of nomination oh my god <laughs> so his reasoning is that he's tired he's older much older than he looks He's been looking for the right person to take his spot. And it turned out that person came in too. And that's definitely Sylvie and Loki. So in the comics, he who remains is a really, really old, wrinkly dude. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Not so a hot young that's where whippersnapper. Right. <laughs> so it's definitely, I think that was definitely re- uh, referencing the comic book yeah, version of himself. absolutely absolutely he promised no more lies and he reiterated that if they kill him the sacred timeline will be exposed causing a multiversal war or they take over the tva one or the other he said they could tell the workforce who they are and why they do what they do and sylvie is seething she said that he who remains treats people's lives like some kind of game. And he's like, yo, nothing personal, but, you know, it, it had to be done. And Sylvie says it was personal to me. Well, she says it in a much angrier and more well-acted way of saying it. <laughs> it was personal to me, the way she said it. So he well, who remains... To me, it wasn't. Right. He's just such a fucking dick nut man so he who remains loses his shit and he's yelling at sylvie he's like telling her to he's like grow up sylvie grow up he's <laughs> like murderer you murderer you hypocrite <laughs> you murderer he's like we're all villains so what's the big fucking deal dicks you guys can go on doing your terrible horrible things but now you do them for a good reason. And this is another, another man. That is some heavy Jim Jones, David Koresh bullshit. He is breathing out of his mouth right there. I am telling <laughs> you, he, every step of the way, this man has given off 
cult leader vibes. No shit. Then you hear a thunderclap. And he who remains says, we just crossed the threshold. What is a threshold, you say? Well, I will tell you. Apparently, according to he who remains, a threshold is where the time ends and time beginnings meet, starting a loop of time all over again. So, um, so when that happens, Miss Nikki found a very interesting TikTok <laughs> that she sent us earlier. And, and thank you for that. Yes, did you did you guys my go back mind and is, check? No, but no. I want to know who would think to do this. I don't know. I don't know. That's so, why we love the Tiki Tacks and the Reddits. Right. I mean, these people are <sighs> okay. Go on to explain dedicated. what it is. Yeah. They are dedicated. I, I mean, I'm just they thank you. I couldn't think of the word. They are dedicated for sure. Yeah. So they said if you start WandaVision, the this the last episode of WandaVision and this last episode of Loki at the same time at like the 37 minute mark and I don't know, some seconds when we hear the clap that um, Nikki the just thunder mentioned, clap. Mm-hmm. the thunderclap is when um, Wanda gets all of her powers like from Agatha. Yep. She becomes like, the Scarlet Witch. Yes. Yep. And well, her Wanda is there. That was all I knew. Oh, okay. That was, I thought, I thought there was one more thing, Mm -mm. but I think that was it. That was it. But that's at that time that happened. So like when he knows that there's something else that's happening in the universe, like she's taking over at that moment. Oh, 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 I know what it was. So in the next part, when um, he picks up the pen and it drops, mm-hmm. that's like when Agatha drops to the ground. Oh, really? By Wanda. Didn't see that mm-hmm. part. That's awesome. Yeah. That's yeah, that awesome. was also in that video. Yeah. Well, you know, Wanda is a walking nexus event in herself. Right, like right. she's just, she is a nexus being. So. Mm-hmm. That makes a lot of sense. I was just flabbergasted. I mean, what we found this, we found this Tiki Talk like an hour ago, right? Man. But then, so I was also, so continue because I have, I had a theory, but now this totally throat, this totally messes with it. Uh Oh, okay. All right. Let me continue and then we can go. Yeah. I'm almost done. We're almost done. Yeah. All right. So he who remains goes on to admit that he lied. Uh, he lied about knowing. Shocker. Yeah, yeah. shocker. Like, what did, what, you don't know what to believe, like right? Like, anybody fucking trusted him. Right? Yeah. So he goes on Nobody to admit lies. that he, right. So he went on to admit that he lied about everything, about knowing how everything is going to end. And he says, once the threshold happens, he lost his ability of knowing all. At this point, you see the perfect circle of circle timeline. Um, starting to branch off. He who remains. So go ahead. So this is what I was. This is the part that my theory was like when these branches started happening. That's when Wanda hears the twins. Okay. You know, Probably. The, the, yeah. But but if w- just moments earlier, if that was when that happened, it wouldn't 
the time wouldn't match up. up. But time so, runs differently of, there. Time runs differently true. there. You know? Oh, yeah. Because at first, you know, we had said that when Sylvie had used all the resets at Roxcart, like if that, when all of those branches started happening, if that was when Wanda hears the twins, like that's when like all these new timelines came. I think it's this. But then, but now it's, yeah, definitely this makes more I, sense. I agree. Yeah. I agree. Well, no, we didn't, we didn't know that this was coming though. Like, so at that point in time, like we thought that was the biggest event that was happening. Right. Right. But now this was the oh shit moment. Right. Yeah. 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 So he who remains goes on to say that he has no idea as to how the rest of this is going to work out. And Loki is like, what the fuck, dude? Oh, this is what happens at the end of time. Like, what the fuck? Loki questions him saying, you're just going to sit here with all this freedom and let us decide your fate. You're one cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs, you know, (laughs) I mean, seriously. So he remains is like, what's the worst that can happen? They either take over and his life's work continues or they kill him and cause a multiversal war. Then he would just end up right back there anyway. So Sylvie is like, fuck you. Fuck the horse you rode in on. You are just another. (laughs) Oh, she has had it. She's like, this is just another manipulation. I why are we even entertaining you right now? He who remains tells them he's telling the truth, whatever. I don't believe a word out of that fucker's mouth. Right. He then places his time twister temp pad hybrid bracelet thing on the end of the desk and says he loves all the honesty and that it feels like a fresh start to him. All of a sudden Sylvie just jumps at him like a fucking puma and she is about to kill him. And then Loki fucking stops her. Loki stops her. Sylvie's like, what the fuck, man? But Loki wants Sylvie to just stop and think. She's like, no, no way. Uh-uh, I'm not gonna. We're going to finish what we started. As Sylvie charging towards he who remains again, Loki uses his like his telekinetic powers to pull Sylvie back toward him. Meanwhile, he who remains is in the back this whole entire time, smiling with glee, with a grin (laughs) ear to ear. I mean, this dude, he's just having the time of his life witnessing this wedge that he put between these two, right? Really, um, he's so much like a cult leader at this particular moment. It's ridiculous. He pins the, the people yes. against themselves and yes he he doesn't have to do the dirty work he lets them self-destruct yeah right yeah yeah exactly exactly my evil plan so loki and sylvie are now full-on sword fighting all right and loki says what if he's telling loki. the truth <laughs> did i say loki again yes, yes. <laughs> we're gonna fucking name this episode yes <laughs> The Luki, Loki, the Luki episode. Yeah. So the final Luki episode. The final Luki episode. So Loki and Sylvie are now full on sword fighting. And Loki says, what if he's telling the truth? Sylvie's like, fuck that. 
basically Loki believes him and Sylvie doesn't calling him a liar. Loki is like, I am a liar. And I don't think he's lying. This fucker over here, he who remains is yelling out to them to hurry because the timeline is already branching. Motherfucker. So Loki and Sylvie are debating back and forth. And then suddenly it dawns on Sylvie that Loki, Loki wants, I thought I said Loki, Loki wants to replace he who remains so he could have his throne to sit on. And Loki's like, no, it's nothing like that. Right. Yeah. And Sylvie doesn't believe him at all. He's like, listen, listen, Sylvie, the balance of the universe is at play here. The TVA is evil and a bunch of dick nuts. But what if by taking this dirt bag out, we risk taking something even more sinister on? It's going to be an evil hot mess is what it's going to be. He goes on to reiterate that he's not thinking about taking over the throne. She's just she's pissed and hurt. You know, she says, what in the world was I thinking trusting you? She does not trust Loki in the slightest at this very moment. She says this whole thing was just a con and Loki was seriously offended. Right. Meanwhile, in the background, he who remains smiling ear to ear again and actually giddy. He's like doing the finger thing like he jumping in his chair. Motherfucker. Loki says to (laughs) Sylvie. Oh, God. Loki says to Sylvie, you never trusted me to begin with, did you? Can't you see that this is bigger than either of our experiences? She questions why they aren't seeing the same way. Like, why aren't we seeing this eye to eye? They're actually talking at this point and they're really trying to fix it, I guess, in this 10 second exchange. And Loki says, because you can't trust and I can't be trusted. Oh, break my heart. Sylvie replies, well, I guess we're in a pickle. My my daughter asked us for a cat today, and we're like, fuck no, we're not getting cat. But she wants a cat to name Pickles. <laughs> She's like, I want to name it Pickles. I'm like, okay, well, you know, won't we'll, we'll never talk about this again. Stop asking. <laughs> I'm like, you're not getting a cat. <laughs> so anyway, happening. Yeah, not happening. No. Then Sylvie tries to either lunge at Loki or he who remains. I couldn't tell what she was doing anyway they started fighting again and sylvie eventually throws a green fireball at loki knocking him into the wall and we get a fantastic loki hair flip out of this one he's like you got to you got to you got to so many wonderful ones and he's not gonna wear a hair tie (laughs) oh my god all the girls all the girls this phase has their hair pulled back and I'm here for it. And I'm loving it. That's when, you know, you and have, they're not wearing heels and they're not they're wearing, wearing heels. Yes. It's Being fucking fin- cool. Female director. Yep. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to <laughs> female directors. So she walks over to he who remains and Loki telekinetically throws a chair at Sylvie and it hits her, but that doesn't stop her. She's on a mission. She is like, I'm going to kill this motherfucker. Loki gets in front of Sylvie and they start sword fighting again. And Loki says, maybe he's lying. Maybe he's not. The cost of getting this wrong is too great. She's like, fine. 
just do it. Just kill me, you know? And then the passive aggressiveness, like seriously, Sylvie, (laughs) shut the fuck up. This is no time for passive aggressiveness. Okay. She must've been either a, a boomer or B raised by a boomer because you know, the gaslighting here is ridiculous. Uh, Not gaslighting, but the passive aggressiveness. Oh my God. We've all seen it. We've all felt it. So we've all lived it. We still live it. Yes. Mm-hmm. All of us. Anyway, mm-hmm. So Loki. Two days a week, sometimes more. <laughs> right. So, um, and this was just so pathetically sad. And when she said that to fine, just go ahead and kill me. Loki very heartbreakingly and desperately says no and and then they start fighting what i want to do right he's like no don't make me do this stop it stop making me do this and they start to fight again and sylvie blasts loki back with another green fireball uh we get such a great slow motion shot of sylvie going for the kill um, toward he who remains until Loki Astro projects himself to block her and stops her. With Sylvie's sword at his throat, he calmly says to just stop. And he's given her a pep talk. He's like, I've been where you are. I've felt what you feel. And they're both full on crying now. He goes on to say, all I know, oh my God, this killed me. All I know is that I don't want you, I don't want to hurt you. I don't want a throne. I just want you to be okay. Oh my God. Oh, I melted at that point. And then it happened. Oh, they passionate. Well, no, she passionately kisses Loki. Vomit. It was beautiful. It was gorgeous. It was beautiful. (laughs) Meanwhile, uh, he who remains is sitting there with his hands to his mouth, like in disbelief, like, bro, I was not even expecting you two to kiss, but whatever. Uh, And they pull away from their kiss. And Sylvie says to Loki, but I'm not you. And then takes he who remains. Now she got he who remains his temp pad time twister hybrid bracelet thing and created a portal. I don't know when she grabbed it, but she definitely grabbed it during their fight. Uh, and she throws Loki through back at the TVA through a portal. Oh God. And he is like so heartbroken. He is so heartbroken. So heartbroken. And she is too. When you, when you think about it, well, we're getting there. So mm-hmm. he who remains tells Sylvie, she, he's like, you're incredible. You're just an incredible variant. You're just so incredible. And Sylvie then telekinetically picks up her sword, throws the desk aside and starts towards he who remains. And he is delighted at this point. Absolutely delighted. He's just sitting there all giddy, like dancing in his seat. As Sylvie is walking toward him, she asked him if he's going to beg for his life. And he's like, well, I can. I mean, I could. Do you want me to? I mean, I could. Fucker. 
And then Sylvie <laughs> takes her sword and stabs him in the chest all the way. That sword goes all the way through his chest. This just reminds me of like when in Infinity War and Peter Quill was like yelling at Thanos when they almost had the gauntlet mm-hmm. off of mm-hmm. his hand. And it's like, shut the fuck up. Why did you just do that? You yeah. Just fucked makes- everything up. Yeah. Well, you know, like, I think we were texting this weekend about that. Like it's emotions make you do crazy, shitty things. Sometimes I know I have said and done some shady shit when I was like overly emotional and this is exactly that, but this has to happen. Otherwise we don't have a phase four. So I'm not blaming her, you know? Yeah, I know. I get it. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, all these happens for a reason, right? You know, (laughs) so he who remains just got stabbed like right through the chest, all the way through with a wink and a smile. He who remains says, see you soon. And then dies. Man, instantly you see remorse on Sylvie's face. You can tell she regrets a lot of things right now. She was like, I should have fucking listened to Loki. Right? She, I, yeah. Like, she's regretting. Do? She's regretting not listening to him. She's regretting the things she said to him. She's regretting a lot of things right now. She proceeds to sit on the floor and start to sob because she knows she done fucked up. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. The camera pans out the window. And you can see the sacred timeline starting to branch so much that it kind of looks like the vascular system. Yeah, um, it's more than we've seen in any of the other episodes. Oh, yeah. Way, like, you can't even tell there's a timeline anymore. There's no circle whatsoever. Back TVA, you see a completely fractured timeline on the monitor. Mobius is standing there with Hunter B-15. And he says to her, no turning back now. She replies, who said anything about turning back? As they stand there watching the timeline go bonkers, Mobius says, for all time. And B-15 responds, always. Aww. He cuts to Loki, sitting there looking hurt and defeated. I mean, the guy, he's sad and lonely. He's like, what the fuck just happened? And the camera pans in, like a close-up on his crying face. And then once it gets to, like a super close up he gets an idea and just suddenly gets up and is a determined loki and he's off loki's making his way through the tva and there is mass hysteria all over the t- all over loki is walking through the library and sees mobius and hunter b15 take talking about the timeline and wondering what the hell's going on they don't know what to do. Hunter B-15 says does he just want us to let this all branch? And mobius responds well at this point how are we even going to stop it? And Loki screams at them, you can't. Loki tries to explain to Mobius that he made a terrible mistake. It's done. He goes on to tell Mobius and B-15 that him and Sylvie freed the timeline, that they found he who remains, that he knows everything and sees everything. He goes on to explain the countless different versions of he who remains are coming and basically they're going to fuck everything up. We got to, we got, you know, he's like, uh, we need to prepare. We need to prepare for mm-hmm. war, you know? And Mobius is like, dude, calm your tits. All right. 
(laughs) This is your calm your tits moment right here. He's like, dude, calm your tits. Who are you? What is your name? And that, yeah, like who the fuck are you? (gasps) And that's when Loki realizes that Mobius and B-15's minds have been wiped clean. Loki looks out on the balcony of the library. What? Or is Loki on a different timeline? Yeah. That's going to be in my theory. Mobius never meant. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. Yes. I agree. Concur. Because I don't think their minds were wiped. Uh Yeah. Because they're cognizant of everything that those two have dealt with together. They just don't know who Loki is. Right. I think Loki is now on a different timeline. Wait, and this will even further, this will even further prove your point. When Loki looks out on the balcony, he sees a giant statue of Kang the Conqueror, not the Mm -hmm. timekeepers. So, you know, he's on a different timeline. I agree with you 100%. Definitely on a different timeline where he never met Mobius. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the, that's the end of that episode. (laughs) Yeah. We do get a post-credit scene. And it not much it, of a shock, but still cool. Not much of a shock, yeah. but post credit scene is Loki's file, and somebody stamps on it with a big stamp that reads "Loki will be back for season two. and that is Loki season one, episode six for all time, always. There you go, ladies. Woo-hoo. Woo-hoo. I'm disappointed. There's you were disappointed. I'm disappointed, but. No, what there's two things oh. that I was disappointed about that didn't happen. Yeah. No jet ski. <laughs> I, know. I know. What the uh, hell? No jet but ski. Mobius is still around. He, he is. has work to do. He can't fucking yes. relax and be on a goddamn jet ski right now. True. <laughs> they got to give us the jet ski sooner or later. Like. Maybe maybe, it, maybe the series finale. Yeah, yeah. right. If yeah. there's Something. what. Yeah season two season three whatever whatever's the last one he'll he'll ride off into the sunset on his jet ski so let's go over some theories so let's see here we have proven a few uh Alyssa's infinity stone theory absolutely correct spot on on. um the Loki theory where it's in the quantum realm don't know we probably won't know that for quite a few years but we'll get there my Ravana theory from last week, the comics, she's a princess from the 43rd century. Um, maybe she's going to meet Kong in this. Well, maybe she'll meet Kong. We'll save that for next se- season. Because maybe, what I say? Kong? Kong. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Kang the Conqueror. Um, maybe she'll meet Kang next season. So, and then um, questions for clarity. What? is the TVA's beef with Loki. Did you guys, do you think I didn't get anything? I think it was just like, that was just the way to get him to go to the void and to get to he who remains. Right. Like that was just what the path that he was saying that he created for them. Or is there beef that I mean, if, if we're to believe that, you know, he who remains, because they've said it the whole time, they're writing 
they're writing everything. Like they're writing yeah. the future. Yeah. So yeah. is there beef with Loki because they know that Loki and Sylvie are going to end up destroying the sacred timeline? Well, I mean, technically the hunters and, you know, the Mobiuses, um, they don't know why they're getting these variants, right? They just know because there's a branch in the timeline and they need to prune that branch. That's the only reason why they do that, but they don't know why it was branched. They don't know why that person is there. So I don't know. I mean, you know, we did not get any answers to any of our questions because our questions were frankly stupid. Like what's the TVA's beef with Loki? How did everybody get their name at the TVA? Like at this point, I don't care anymore. Although I'm kind of curious still, I'm going to keep it in there for next season, just in case. Did the TVA create this variant of Loki? I, we got no answer, but I doubt it, I guess. Um, which Loki is the original one? Who is the more far superior one? I think it's Sylvie. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Yeah. Um, and that's it. Do we have any other theor- or any other questions for clarity for next season? Where did Ravana go? Yeah. Yes. And will Loki and Sylvie meet again? Or is it going to be... Or will they become arch enemies? <gasps> oh, no. Oh, I hope not. I don't know, though. Do you really think that... Do you really think it's good that they're going to pin them against each other? Because after she killed him, I feel like she had the realization of, I don't fucked up. Yeah, right, I feel like, like oh her shit. and Loki are kind of like on the same wavelength as far as like they're you know they know the mission. Maybe I was just throwing it out there, girl. Don't get so upset. <laughs> I'm just hoping it doesn't happen. I don't want this to happen. Right? Yeah. No, I get it. I get it. Just their brother and sister. <laughs> no, they're the same. They're not brother and sister. They are. Yeah, they are. It's like Whatever. brother and sister. It was yeah. still a hot kiss. Um, it was, it was, it was a hot kiss. Okay. So alternate theories, do you guys have any, I mean, my mind is so jumbled up. Same. Yeah. I, I I got nothing. I got nothing either ladies, because my mind is so freaking jumbled. There's so much information. (laughs) All I know is all in all final thoughts. This is okay. Ladies knows this about me. I love TV. I have favorite shows. My name is Earl. Um, uh, Venture Brothers, Futurama. Favorite TV shows of all time. I know every episode. I could dictate every line. I love it. This is easily up there with them. I (laughs) love the show so much. Out of the three so far, this one is by far my favorite series. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. For me, it is. They just keep getting better and better. Oh, I mean, but so then good. again, that's Marvel. Yeah. Right? My God. What about you, ladies? What do you think about the Loki series? I don't want to wait. I know. Right. Okay. We're binge watchers. <laughs> I know. That was our complaint for every single one. Yes. We, we want to uh, watch it all. I don't want to wait. Mm-hmm. We don't know when season two is coming. Right. Yeah. Not knowing that does stink, but the next three episodes, yeah, we were... have plenty of stuff to like tide us over, but 
Yeah. We got what if coming. I know. Well, you know what we could do now is that we can rewatch all the episodes in between. Ah, forget it. Whatever. Virgin River. Start watching that. (laughs) We'll finish Virgin River. So, um, so I just wanted to give um, a shout out to um, my daughter is part of this running buddies program where people joggers um, and marathon runners, they run in the name of a child or a person with a disability who can't do it. So I signed the princess up for this back in 2017 and um, just thought it'd be a nice little thing for her. So these marathon, these runners, they do all these different marathons and fun runs and they send the medals to these people, their buddies, their buddies, you know, mm-hmm. the princess was um, matched with the most perfect person that this, per- that could be matched to our family and to my daughter. She, her name is Lisa. And she just, she texted me last night telling us how much she loves our podcast. I didn't even realize she listened to us. Oh, that's awesome. she loves our podcast and she can't wait to hear. Thanks, about Lisa. Last- yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but Lisa is just so freaking awesome. She's so encouraging. She's like, you got this. You're such a good mom. You got this. And I Aww. love your podcast. I mean, Oh my God. Oh, you God. <laughs> I love it. I know we're so excited because one person listened, but no, seriously, it was, I was very, <laughs> I was beside myself. Cause I didn't expect her to. I mean, I know she loves superheroes and stuff like that, but I did not expect her to listen to the podcast. And I was pleasantly surprised. So uh, this let's, can we dedicate this episode to Lisa in Florida? Yes. Yes. Thanks Lisa. Yeah. So, and then, um, yeah. So, and then, oh, and also too, although he said not to mention his name, but the princess's therapist also loves our show, loves our podcast. And he said, not to, yeah, he's not a doc. Thanks, doc. He's not, well, he should be a doc because he's that fucking smart. He's a magician among children. I swear to God, this guy could get my <laughs> daughter to change her tune in two seconds. He's amazing. Awesome. We love him too. But I'm just these people in my lives that I never thought would love or like us. I mean, not that they wouldn't. I mean, just, I was just pleasantly surprised. Is what it is. Oh, thanks. Those are like surprises. Yes. Yeah. So just thank you to them and thank you to the rest of the OG six plus. Like seriously. Yes. And today is the 10th anniversary of when Captain America, the first adventure was (gasps) released. Today? Of course. The 19th of July? Yes. Of course. Wonderful. I have no uh, doubts that you would know that. So around this time, within the next couple weeks, will be my anniversary of getting into Marvel. (laughs) That's awesome. That's awesome. Fantastic. Aw, ladies, I miss you. I can't wait to start recording in person. You know what, Jamie? Hang in there, kid. You got this week. This week is going to be really crazy for Jamie. That's why we're taking off next week because she she needs a break, honey. So with that being said, thank you to the OG six plus find us 
wherever you listen to podcasts. We are on Spotify, iTunes, YouTube, and Anchor. And we are also on Facebook and Instagram. If you could do us a solid, if you could like us, love us, follow us, rate us, review us, and subscribe to us. And one more thing. I love you. Love you. I love you. 3,000! <laughs>